This episode is brought to you by HP. When you're working apart from your team, feeling connected can be a challenge. Presenting HP Presence, a more thoughtful, human collaboration technology. With enhanced audio and video features, you can experience more genuine collaboration and feel more connected. Be in the room, from any room, with HP Presence. Learn more at hp.com forward slash presence. Hello, humans, and welcome to Studio de Hefre, where tonight, once you people will actually join in here, you're going to see who we have with us, which is a special guest. It's sweet, sweet Dane Brugler from The Athletic, the greatest draft man on planet Earth, who, depending on how much teams pay, I hope Dane gets a job as a GM or something, but not as a scout, if it doesn't pay a lot. That's my hope for the great Dane Brugler, who is with us here right now. Dane, what's happening, brother? Jeffrey Cavanaugh, how are you? Good. It's been a hot minute, and um, I need your sweet dulcet tones talking draft. And it, I'm going to guess by the background that you're probably in Mobile, Alabama. Is it still technically Mobile, or did they move it with the new stadium? It's technically still Mobile. Uh, it is at South Alabama, uh, which is a nice setup. Uh, it's you know, Lad Peebles was uh, you know on its last legs, and so the nice new stadium. It's a little. It's tough because there's an entrance for NFL personnel. There's an entrance for media and agents and people like that. So it's a little uh, separated, which is not fun. But uh, it's a nice stadium. And, and today was fun because after the last few days of meetings and networking and you know a lot of talking and stuff like that, we actually got to be uh, watch practice and see guys popping pads on the field, and that was. That was a lot of fun because, uh, you know, it's this is the last time we get to see actual football as part of the draft process. You know, the combine's great. You know, there's plenty to learn. But, uh, you know, it's in shorts and T-shirt, and, you know, there's only so much you can take away from that. So seeing these guys in a football setting in helmet and pads was was great today. So I'd, I've only been to the Senior Bowl, I believe, twice, and I loved Lad Peoples Peoples because yep. it was like you just had kind of the – Rome of the place. You just kind of walked wherever you wanted, stood wherever you wanted. It was absolutely incredible. If you were just now joining this, this is the great Dane Brugler from The Athletic, who I've done the draft show with for years. And he is, for my money, the absolute best in the business at the draft because he does it 365 days a year. And he knows how to watch the tape and he knows how to connect with people. So he has information and eyeballs on these players. And now that you're at the Senior Bowl, uh, I, go down, I guess, a list of the highest ranked players that you would have on a board right now that are in Mobile and how they've done. I've taken a special interest in Zion Johnson, who I watched last night and I loved. So if you tell me he had a bad day, I'm going to end the stream. No, I thought he – well, I mean, if he had a bad day, that might be a good thing because maybe he falls a little bit because uh, he's, he's, he's an awesome player. Uh, uh, Zion Johnson, and it was interesting. He was at center today. Uh, they played him at center and left guard during one-on-ones and team drills. He's never played center before. Uh, do you know about his background? 
at all? I know he played, I believe he, did he start at a smaller school? I know 2020, he was a left tackle. 2021, yeah. he was a left guard. And I know that I've only seen his 2021 tape, but I think he is absolutely worthy of being the 24th pick, depending on who's there. 100% agree. Uh, oh, but buckle up. How about this? You know, we, 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 I've heard about players who have, you know, wrestling backgrounds, basketball backgrounds. Zion Johnson uh, was a golfer. That, oh, that's my his guy. Yeah. My uh, I, around sixth grade, he picked up golfing. And that was his focus until his junior year of high school. And he decided to go out for the football team and made it. And he started as a senior at right tackle at 220 pounds. Uh, and so that's why he ended up at Davidson, uh, FCS, non-scholarship. And then after two years there, he's like, you know what? I need to, I need to get a scholarship. And so he entered the transfer portal and his uh, former assistant coach at Davidson was now at Boston College. And so there's a natural connection, goes to BC. Uh, and then last three years, he really uh, emerged as a legit prospect almost 34 inch arms. I mean, he has the body you want smart, really talking to him. Uh, there's a couple prospects in this draft that really, really impressive. Just when you talk to them, Bernard Raymond from central Michigan's one Zion Johnson's absolutely one of them really thoughtful uh, individual. I really enjoyed talking to him just to hear him as, as kind of you talk through techniques, talk through uh, you know, different positions and what he looks for, what he looks for on tape. Uh, when he studies uh, opponents. So Zion Johnson's outstanding. And uh, there were a few rough moments at center because he's never snapped before. And so uh, there were a few moments like that, but I thought at left guard, he was at home and he, and he looked really good. So I, I'm with you. I almost put him at 24 in my mock draft to the Cowboys. Uh, and I think he'd be a, a definitely a worthy selection there in the late first round. Let me stop for a hot second to thank my guy formula. Who's always swinging through here with the super chats. He said, he's just coming by to say y'all are the best and Dane, you're definitely the best in the business. So thank you formula. Absolutely. And so thank you, Dane, for being here with us and Clayton swinging through. He said linebacker. How do you say the linebacker's name? Is it Muma? Mama? Mm, uh, yeah. Monday? Are they both there and have either one of them done anything good? I thought Muma looked pretty good today. Uh, linebacker from Wyoming who uh, has a chance to be one of the first five linebackers drafted. Um, uh, he, a uh, former safety, move, you know, kind of bulked up with the linebacker. So he's got that coverage background and he plays fast, uh, trusts his eyes. And I, I thought he did a nice job. Smoke Monday, I, he's not here. Uh, Auburn safety. I believe he was at the East West Shrine game, if I, if I uh, remember correctly. But uh, more of a, yeah, a day three safety prospect, a solid player. So since you are out there, um, we talked about my guy, Zion Johnson, uh, other than the quarterbacks in hell, if you've got a minute, maybe talk about the quarterbacks too, but who are the other guys that if you were to release your top 100 board that I'm sure you're going to do right after the senior bowl's over, uh, that are some of the guys that are up there, the highest that could be first rounders. And what are you seeing so far verifying what they are hurting themselves, helping themselves? Well, I thought uh, the guy that helped himself, maybe not helped himself, but just kind of verified what we thought going in was Jermaine Johnson, the pass rusher from Florida State. Um, I On Monday, I tweeted my top five senior bowl players going into the week, and it was Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle from Northern Iowa 1, uh, Bernard Raymond, the offensive tackle from Central Michigan 2, and then Jermaine Johnson at three. And I think Jermaine might have saw that because he wasn't happy at being number three. He wants to be number one, and at least that's how he practiced today uh on tuesday uh i mean he couldn't be blocked uh and he's a guy that you know six five uh, i think it was 255 he came in at over 34 inch arms 
uh, he he's not only physically he's physically impressive, but not he's not only physically impressive. I mean, he has some nuance to what he's doing out there. He he knows how to rush. He knows how to use his length to his advantage, play behind his hands, um, and, and stay out in front. And that sets up a spin move, a long arm move, a power rip. I mean, he's different uh, different ways he could beat you. And so Jermaine Johnson, uh, I, I think he's what he did coming from Georgia to Florida State. Bet on himself. He was the alpha on that Seminoles defensive line and led the ACC in tackle for loss, sacks, and he's only just continued that momentum so far this week uh, at the Senior Bowl. Uh, and I think he is, he's got a chance to be a top 15, top 20 pick uh, when it's all said and done. He plays the right position. Um, I, and I, I believe, I think, I think I've seen you tweet about him. You like him too, right? I like him. I don't like you. The, the picture you're painting is more of a finished. I guess product than I thought that I saw, but like I did the one thing I kept putting my notes over and over again on him was hands, 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 hands. Like it seems yeah. like everything he does is sort of, I'm going to win this little hand battle. Then I turn the corner. I'm going to win this hand battle. And then I work my way to the ball. Um, so we'll see where I end up with him, but I feel like for me, he would probably fall in the like, late first round, early second round. And because he's a pass rusher, that probably means earlier. Like he's my fifth mm-hmm. edge guy of the yeah, five I've watched. That's, that's fair. Is that about where he is for you? Yeah. Behind think, Trayvon Walker behind George Karloftis. Let me pull it up. My rankings up. Yeah. He's yeah, he is. Um, well, he's actually my sixth. Uh, bu, 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 bu. Who's yeah. five. I might not have seen the fifth one yet. Hutch, uh, Hutchinson and Thibodeau at the top. Uh, Ojabo, Trevon Walker, uh, and then Karloftis and Jermaine Johnson, I've got very close. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't watched Ojabo yet, so that makes yeah. sense. Well, and the thing with uh, Johnson is I think, you know, not only can he rush a passer, but he's really good against a run. Uh, he processes things quickly. Uh, and so I, I'm, I'm with you. I see – I grade him as more of a late one, but, I mean, you're right. Plays the right position. And so if he gets bumped up a little bit, especially after a good week here in Mobile, yeah, I, I think top 20 is definitely possible. Penning? What did you see from Penning today? That's the Northern Iowa offensive tackle that is a freaking mauler. Yeah, uh, big dude. And he played a little bit of right guard during practice today, which is fun. Uh, you know, why not? Show what you can do. We want to put the big, strong guys in a phone booth, right? <laughs> and so, you know, he was a, a natural left tackle in, in college. Uh, you know, in his background, defensive lineman and uh, tight end, and, and he kind of outgrew those and, uh, he's just a nasty, nasty dude. And he, 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 almost, I think it was, I mean, it was Ritter. It was that quarterback. And I can't remember who the pass rusher was. Maybe it was, uh, the Oklahoma pass rusher he tried to dip underneath them and, and Penning just tossed him and almost took out Ritter's. Well, that's because every Oklahoma pass rusher is 240 pounds. It would be Benito, right? No, it was, it, it was actually the, the bigger guy, Isaiah Thomas, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Was, okay. yeah, he was more of a power guy, but I mean, still, I mean, it, it to throw him like he did to toss him was, Really impressive. I'm hoping to watch the tape tonight. We'll see if 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 uh, get my hands on it. I'll, I'll definitely tweet that out. All right, Hamza, I appreciate you on the super chat, my friend. Do Cowboys go for a wide receiver if an elite one is there? The way that I'm going to transcribe that question for Dane is: Dane, name how many receivers you think are worthy of the number 24 overall pick. I think there's six. Uh, I, wow. I, yeah, I, I think that's. Have you watched a lot of receivers yet? No, I've watched. Um, 
Jamison Williams, some John Mechie, and then Olave and Garrett Wilson. And I would say Garrett Wilson, yes, worth number 24. Jamison Williams, yes, worth number 24. Olave, I would say, what do I think I could get in the second instead? I like him, but I'm not sure about 24. I, I think when it's all said and done, I'll have six receivers in my top 25. Um, Garrett Wilson, to me, is a top guy. I, I think that name of the game in today's NFL, can, what can you do? Can you get open before the catch? And can you create after the catch? And I think Garrett Wilson does both of those things very, very well. He's twitchy releases. He can separate on command. And then he's got some juice after the catch. And so, and he, and he plays much bigger than, you know, he's he's probably going to come in at like 5'11 and three quarters, 190 pounds. So size-wise, Garrett Wilson, not that imposing. He runs so violently. Like yeah, it's funny yeah. because the notes that I was making on him described a smaller, quicker Des Bryant, but I didn't make the connection. And I think it was your words that said that. Yeah. And I was like, that's what these words I typed say. Yes, I see it. Yeah. yeah. And the body control. Like I, I don't like to use the word elite very often just because it gets thrown around too much and you got to save it for when it really matters. Garrett Wilson has elite body control. It's it's really, really rare. And I think that's that's also where you see the Des Bryant with just the way he can contort his body uh, as a rut runner at the catch point. So, yeah, Garrett Wilson to me is the clear wide receiver one. And then that's where things get interesting. It depends on what type of receiver you're looking for. You know, Jamison Williams is obviously a track stud who you know, comes from a family of, of track stars. And he, and, but he's not just a fast guy on a football field. I mean, he has uh, maybe not the most natural hands catcher, but he doesn't have a ton of drops. I mean, he can run some routes. Uh, Jamison Williams is a dynamic playmaker. Uh, Traylon Burks is, and, and with the, as Debo Samuel has kind of, you know, taken off here in the last, I feel like two months. I mean, he was always a good player, but it feels like he's really taken off the last two months. Uh, you know, everyone's looking for that next Debo Samuel. Traylon Burks from Arkansas is a linebacker-sized Debo Samuel. Uh, just a really rare package of speed, power, uh, all these different uh, skills. If he can stay healthy, Traylon Burks is a stud. I think he's, uh, you know, Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks easily uh, in my top 20. And then Drake London from USC, basketball uh, athlete, can win at the catch point, play above the rim. Uh, Chris Olave, is, 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 if Madden had a smooth uh category he'd be I literally hit my notes part of it is smooth 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 just yeah. three words in a row he just yeah he, he he's he brings smoothness to the football field it's really crazy how how polished he is uh you know he he runs polished routes he's really good along the sideline he's really good at the catch point where you know he uses those late hands you know so the cornerbacks don't know when the ball's coming he's just very very seasoned uh, and, and that's why I think ultimately, you know, I think he belongs in the top 25. And then who haven't we talked to? Oh, Jahan Dotson from Penn State, who uh, unfortunately pulled out of this week. Uh, but, you know, he's a guy that's uh, not the biggest. I I'm, I don't know if he's going to be – he might not reach 185 pounds uh, at 5'11", but he's got outstanding ball skills. Uh, he's got some juice uh, after the catch as well. So – uh, I, I think Jahan Dotson is, is a player that belongs in the first round. Anybody who is here and watching and not familiar, this is Dane Brugler from The Athletic at DP Brugler on Twitter, and he is the best in the business, and he has dinner to get to not too long from now. So I'm going to get through some super chats for Dane, and if you're out there and you've got something for him, you just hit me up here. Here is Soto Man. Dane's the best in the business. 
How's his tight end rankings with, and there's names. I don't know these people yet because it's February 1st. This is Dane's time. That's three good ones right there. Uh, I, I think, you know, unfortunately we can't see Kate Auten uh, this week because he had an ankle injury that's uh, keeping him sidelined. But uh, I think at the top, it, tight end, this is the deepest tight end class we've seen in, in probably uh, five, six years. Uh, but if I say that, but there might not be uh, – I, I don't think there's going to be a first-round tight end. And tight end one is really wide open. Uh, I think Trey McBride from Colorado State, he's probably the favorite at this point. Reminds me a lot of a, a Hayden Hurst type of prospect. You know, it's not going to get you too excited, but he's he, he's just a solid player. Jeremy Rucker from Ohio State is the interesting one. Um, I think he is definitely in contention for that tight end one status. Uh, at Ohio State, obviously, they had all those monsters at receiver. And so Rucker, he just wasn't a big part of the offense as a target. He was a big part of the offense as a blocker. And, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm not throwing to you. I've got Jackson and Jigbo and right. these two dudes out here. You don't get the ball. That's the thing. And but this guy is a stud. He's 6'5", 250, and he can get the job done as a blocker. And he's uh, he's got ball skills. Uh, today during practice, he was uncovering. Uh, very smooth athlete. Uh, I think he's. You know, it gets thrown around a lot, but, you know, better pro than college player, you know, that label. Jeremy Rucker, he might be the epitome of that. And, you know, he was a five-star guy or a highly recruited guy at Long Island, goes to Ohio State. He was a big part of that offense. He just didn't receive a ton of targets. But when he was targeted, good things happened. So I think Jeremy Rucker uh, could be a top 50, top 60 pick. He's in contention to be tight end one. Uh, Kate Otten's right there in the mix. Um, I Washington just woefully underutilized him. I mean, that's why the coaching staff got fired was uh, all their decisions they made, including Kate Otten not running a route beyond 10 yards and just not making him a central part of the offense. So he's he's a top five tight end. Um, Jalen Wedemeyer from A&M, the top junior to come out this year, broke all of Texas A&M's tight end records, uh, catches, receiving yards, touchdowns, past Martellus Bennett and a lot of those categories. Uh, you know, there's a lot to like about him and where he's headed. And then I think that's what, four of them, if, if my top five tight ends. Five, I'd probably go Isaiah Likely uh, from Coastal Carolina, who's more of that that F tight end where, you know, he's kind of an oversized receiver, not the biggest guy, but he can make plays, uh, really good ball skills. Uh, and so this is just a, a really fun tight end class where we might not have a first round pick, but second, third, fourth round into the fifth round, we're going to see a lot of tight ends drafted. And there's going to be some guys that, that can help. I mean, I, I didn't mention Cole Turner, Jake Ferguson, Greg Dulcich from UCLA, Charlie Kohler. So this is just a, it's a deep group of tight ends. All right. We're going to rapid fire so you can get to dinner. Clayton, have you seen Charleston Rambo and who would Dane draft? I'm assuming that is where would you draft him? Is he draftable? I don't know. Yeah, he's probably a day three guy, Oklahoma uh, kid who transferred to Miami. Um, you know, he's got an average body type, uh, but I, I think he he did a really nice job this year as the top target in that offense. Um, he, he can, for a guy that has that size, I was impressed by his toughness at the catch point. And so uh, based on my evaluations and feedback from the league, I've heard anywhere between fourth and sixth rounds for Rambo. Preston just says to get Dane back on the draft show or we riot. Well, Preston, what about if you just tell your friends that maybe you could find Dane here and um, don't worry about all that. But, but yeah, I agree with you, though. Dane needs to be on the draft show because otherwise people ask questions. And I'm like, hell, I don't know who you're talking about. Ask me next month. Uh, Edward Wilson, I appreciate you in the super chat. He wants to know, is this a draft to trade and get more picks and see if you get lucky? 
people are comparing this to the 2013 draft with not a lot of potential all-team pro bowlers. Yeah, and that 2013 draft was uh, where we're talking, we were talking about Luke Jokel going number one and just uh, Deion Jordan was the number three pick that year, I think. Um, just not a lot of star power. And this draft is kind of similar. And it's funny, like last year, you look at the top 15 picks, everyone panned out. I mean, every, everyone, you know, we thought Jamar Chase was going to be a stud. He was. Kyle Pitts, yeah, he was. Micah Parsons, uh, even better than we expected. The, the quarters. Uh, you know, so, I mean, you looked at the top 15 guys that were the blue chippers, they all basically lived up to it this year. We just don't have those blue chippers. And so it's going to be interesting to see how the top 10 plays out. I, 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 I mean, I would, you know, in most drafts, the strength is in that kind of that, you know, 15 to 50 range where there's a lot of good players, um, you know, maybe not no brainer pro bowlers, but just good players. This year, I, I think those guys are there. Uh, if you're the Cowboys and you're thinking, you know, I maybe trade back and pick up another two, pick up uh, two and a three, whatever, uh, you're probably hoping for these quarterbacks to show out because that, that, that's the only reason you see teams trading up, especially you look at uh, teams picking in the early second round who have an early first round pick, but they're not going to draft a quarterback early first round. But maybe with their early second round pick, they trade up to get into the first and to get a Malik Willis, to get uh, you know whoever it ends up being, Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell. Uh, the quarterback class is all over the place. Uh, you ask five different teams, you get five different answers who the top quarterback is. So, you know, I, I think if you're the Cowboys or your team picking the late first round, you're just hoping to see these quarterbacks do well. Uh, not, not well enough to get in the top 10, which I don't think they will. But, you know, they, they perform well enough during the Senior Bowl and Combine that uh, teams feel strongly that, hey, let's let's go get our guy. And I think there are a lot of teams are going to be like, hey, let's wait until next year. But how many GMs really have that type of, uh, you know, uh, that, that type of security where they, they feel strongly that, yeah, we'll wait a year for that. I mean, Joe Judge probably thought, yeah, we could wait a year on a quarterback. Yeah, we give Daniel Jones another year and, you know, he's out. So, you know, I, I think that quarterback desperation in the NFL is a real thing. And, you know, so let's we'll see if these how these quarterbacks fly off the board on draft day. Dane, are you coming back to the draft show? <laughs> not my decision. I was, you know, hey, it's I, I'm not in Dallas anymore. So, you know, it's it, it's it's not an easy thing. But if I am asked to return, I will try to make it happen. Or maybe and you guys just tell me in the chat if this sounds like a good idea. Maybe we'll just do this regularly and maybe we'll add brian i don't know i'm just saying maybe brought us hey. jumps into i don't know i'm just it's an summer. idea it's an idea and finally this is it dane has to go to dinner soto man appreciate you dane's thoughts on kyler gordon uh it, I, i'm guessing did we're you make up a name is that a made-up name no no we're talking about the, the washington corner uh oh. who and it's funny because the first washington corner drafted is going to be trent mcduffie uh, who's a little bit smaller, doesn't have great ball production, but he's just a, a blanket out there. Uh, Kyler Gordon was kind of opposite him, so he saw a few more targets. I thought that really gave him a chance to show what he could do. Um, I, I This is a really – the corner class, you look at the underclassmen that came out, and there's a lot of really good underclassmen corners. Uh, it was Stingley and Ahmad Gardner and uh, I mentioned McDuffie, uh, Andrew Booth from Clemson, Kyrie Elam is in there from Florida. And I think Gordon, he's right there in that mix. Uh, I think those, what, six underclassmen corners, 
they're all kind of jockeying for position, you know, where they belong. Um, and, and I think Gordon's right there in that mix as a late one, early two, uh, has a chance to, uh, you know, you know, we could see two Washington. Washington's kind of made a name for themselves producing these uh, defensive backs. They got two of them this year. And even though it was Washington did not have a good year, uh, they, they've got two pretty impressive corners and guys that uh, have a chance to go in the first round. McDuffie's the more well-known name, could go as high as the top 15, but don't forget about Gordon. He has a chance to sneak in there. Taj didn't listen to me and broke the rules. Dane, what are your thoughts on Kyle Phillips? You have 15 seconds. Kyle Phillips. Uh, UCLA receiver who just tore it up at uh, Shrine Shrine Practices. Uh, love the foot quickness. Uh, he can release. Uh, he can separate. So I, I thought he turned some heads with what he did in Vegas uh, during his Shrine Practices. And there's a lot of teams going back to the tape and saying, hey, let's give this Kyle Phillips another look because he's uh, he's a good player. All right, there you go. That's the great Dane Brugler from The Athletic at DP Brugler on the Twitter. You can find him. He's at the Senior Bowl. He is the absolute best in the business. And we thank Dane, and we thank the people who chatted. Dane, say thank you to the people. Thank you, people. Hey, let's let's do this again. Oh, okay, deal. Yeah. We'll do it again. Uh, remember, my pizzas also got here like 10 minutes ago, so I'm glad to go, too. Dane's got dinner. I've got dinner. Uh, remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye. We'll see